We've been talking all week about leaving the comfort zone. And yesterday, I left my comfort zone. Boy, did I, for about seven minutes and 57 seconds on this program. And at the end of that seven minutes and 57 seconds, and yes, I know the exact count, I felt like I had gone too far. We're going to talk about why I felt that way, what that means, and how to deal with it. And so much more on episode 920 of Today's Antidote. Stay tuned for Today's Antidote, brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's Antidote provides an opportunity for business owners and leaders to discover what is real for them and to be impacted by what is real for others. That is the Renegade way. Let's get real. We all face challenges and get stuck occasionally and are looking for an antidote. Each weekday, this show dives into a topic that may have you stuck, frustrated, and uncertain. Our goal is to share our value in an effort to help you find that one thing, the antidote to your challenges so that you can get results and make more money. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Hey, Tom, good morning. What is that noise you're trying to make? It's, the, it's that sound of the guitar at the end of that. It kind of just is a long bow and kind of fades out. No? Okay. You want to play it again? And, and No, that's okay. I believe you. Okay. Bow. It's just an interesting. I'm you not listen, sure it has You the listen same... Monday. What's that? You listen Monday. Oh, well. I mean, I listen to it. I just don't. I think it's just uh, a, it's just different than um, what you used to do, and I'm trying to adjust to that. Okay, okay. It's a very yeah, and, interesting. And I'm, I'm I'm trying very hard not to do it consistently because I got really tired of the whole done and then just really after about two weeks of that, I was like, I don't want to ever do that again. And yet, then you did it for another nine hundred episodes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. The sacrifices I make for this program. Ah, uh, yes. The sacrifices we all make. That's right. Oh, you you make a huge sacrifice just being here with me every morning. <laughs> Fair enough. But let's get into it. Sure. I, um, yesterday, I was wound up, had a lot going on, spun like uh, someone used to describe it for about seven minutes and 57 seconds. And you were polite enough not to say a word and just sort of let me go. At the end of that, I felt like I'd gone too far. Here's what gone too far felt. Uh, what In my mind, why I was thinking that. And I was thinking about that this morning a bit. Going too far, I was too vulnerable. I shared some things that are really close to my heart. That, you know, I don't know who's going to watch this or listen to it, and someone could watch it or listen to it and use it against me. Not like, you know, they're going to have my social security number, but they know me more than I know myself. Because one of the things I've realized about this program is often I say things and then someone says, oh, you know, I realize that you're like this or you do this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? How do you know that about me? And like, well, I've listened to your program for the last two weeks and you got this thing going on. So it's really easy to diagnose a person when they're open. And that can be very um, intimidating and very scary. 
Because I think so much of what we do, especially in business or as leaders, is we have this persona. We wear this mask that I'm this way. And then when we leave our comfort zone, I think that's when that mask kind of has to come off somewhat because you're not as confident. You're not as clear as who you are and what you are. And so then you feel like you've gone too far, not for any other reason than, oh, my mask is down. Someone's going to realize this thing. Like yesterday, I, I remember the show was over and I, I was going and making breakfast. And I was like, there are about 20 people that are going to know exactly what the personal problems are that I was talking about without me saying a word. Because I never disclosed what they were. But if you know me to any degree, you know exactly what that means. I was like, I don't know if I should have made that public. You know, did I make it public? Is that fair? It, it, it. And so I really struggled with that all day. And I think that as I look back at it, the other challenge of going too far is no one cares. I mean, literally, that was a blip on the screen of someone's life. If someone took more than about 22 seconds to think about it yesterday, shame on them. Because well, we all have our own lives, right? And I know that to be true because no one texted me. No one called and said, hey, I heard you talking about a personal problem today. Are you okay? No one did that. And I'm not saying that they should. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is we have this tunnel vision belief that what we do or don't do is critical to the whole existence of time and space. Like somehow I could make this tropical storm that's coming through the Maryland area tomorrow and Sunday. If I were to do the right thing right now, I could stop it in its tracks. It's not coming to Maryland. I'm going to stop it. How do you know that's the right thing to do? Life. Right? Thinking we're so important. We're so critical to the whole world that we're in. When in fact, yesterday proved to me, no one really gives a damn about me any more than anything else because they're worried about themselves. Now, you are worried about me. I'm not, and you and I are very close. And you would have, you know, we talked a couple times over the day and I could tell that you were a little concerned. So, but what I'm saying is the average person. So if I go to a networking event and I say, you know, well, yeah, I'm really having a tough week. Most of those people are going to hear it and they're going to move on. It's not going to be like, oh, now I can never go back to that room again because those 63 people heard I was having a tough week. And for the rest of my life, I'm going to have the scarlet A on my chest for being, I don't know, whatever A word that would work in that scenario. I don't have one. <laughs> I, I, actually, I do have one. I just chose not to use it. <laughs> Smart move. <laughs> it was close. But you know what I'm saying? We have this... So going too far is in our head. Well, I think that's I, I think that's part of it. I think. Um, oh, Tom, look at this phrase! Oh my God, this is brilliant. Kelly with us this morning. A vulnerability hangover. Yes. Oh, that's so solid. That is in 920 episodes, Tom. That is the single greatest phrase we've had. Really, A better than knowledge. Equal, rather than uh, what's Absolutely. real equals. Absolutely. Uh, it, it is the perfect description. A vulnerability hangover. Sure now, for you, it probably doesn't resonate because I don't think you've ever consumed alcohol, so you don't know what the hangover feels like. 
but let me let me explain it to you. You feel lousy the next day. You question your existence. You wonder why you did the things you did the night before and why you consumed so much of the beverage of choice. And you really are questioning everything about your whole person because you feel absolutely horrible and you know you caused it. You know, that's the thing about me. You brought that on yourself. I brought that on myself in some way yesterday. And all day I was kicking myself. For, you know what? I should have just said to Tom, I'm not in a place to do this show today. I should have, I could have done that. You would have said, oh, okay. You okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have done that. Does that make sense? And I think in business, we run the same risk. As a leader, we run the same risks. Like I shouldn't run that meeting yesterday. Except what is that? What is it? Go ahead. I've spoken for eight hours and 50 or eight. <laughs> felt like eight hours. For <laughs> Freudian. Isn't, it just, a was one. Isn't it just a judgment? You shared what was real for you. Yes. Fair? Yes. There's the potential. Someone out there really benefited from that. But just because they didn't tell you or this, because they didn't call you, you now and think. I'm, and I'm not saying I expect that. I want to be really I clear. That. I'm, I'm trying to explain the situation. I'm not expect, I'm not going the world should have called me and checked on me. I was going to jump off a bridge. That's not it at all. Also, no one called to say, wow, that was really, I really appreciate you sharing that because that meant a lot to me. It had an impact. Well, actually, two people said on the program, Kelly and Jack said it. Uh, correct. So there was value in it. Hmm. Yep. But this is the game we play in our head, right? I'm not thinking about the positives. I'm focused on the negatives. And I think that's the that's the whole thing this week to me that keeps coming up over and over and over. There's a little mind game going on about leaving the comfort zone. And our mind's constantly saying, get back, get back. Bob, go back, go back to safety. Bob, go back to safety. You're doing it again. I'm doing it right now as I say that. I'm like, I just said go back to safety twice. I should have just said it once. That's how powerful it is that we're we're like micro analyzing ourselves in the second. And yes, it's judgment. But all I don't know about you, but I spend my whole day judging myself. At 9:15, I'll be like, should I be doing this at 9:15? No, probably not. I should have been doing that. You know, we talked about something last night about me redoing my website. It was the simplest decision in the world. I don't know. It really, but the, it was one of those things where it was like nine positives and one potential negative. And I had to go through things. it with you in real detail to get to a place because I felt like something was off. And how many, and rather than me just going, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to judge it, do it, what come what may. I had to analyze it for a day. And fixate on and buy another web domain, which Tom enabled me to do, which is <laughs> now it's my fault. <laughs> um, well, I guess it's interesting too, is like, how do you know that you've gone too far? Oh, I, I, I tell you what, here's what I'll do for the rest of the program. Every time I think I've gone too far, I will raise my hand. Oh boy. Watch how many times you see that hand. I might as well just leave it up. <laughs> okay. Well, and is that part of the challenge and why we don't leave our comfort zone? 
because we're always concerned about, oh, I'm going to go too far outside of my comfort zone and get myself in trouble or increase. And, and that was, you know, one of the things I was thinking about is, you know, we talk about the opportunity to learn by leaving the comfort zone. So the further you go, do you learn more or you just increase your risk? Or you get more scared and you want to get back to safety a whole lot more because you feel really unsafe. Was that you just putting your hand up or were you putting your hand up because you were going too far? I was going too far because I was telling you that I felt unsafe. Okay. You know, you and I are supposed to be coaching people and I'm telling people that I feel unsafe. And so why would you hire me as a coach? Because this guy doesn't even know what he's doing. Which I have the feeling on this program, oh, about every 12 seconds. Maybe. There are lots of people out there who appreciate the vulnerability. And the openness that you're willing to share what's real for you. So they don't feel as uncomfortable sharing what's real for them. You ever find that happening? That the more open and real you are, the more open and real others around you are? Because they Possibly. feel more comfort sharing because, well, if Bob is willing to say this, I can at least also share where I can feel comfortable sharing it because what I'm sharing is not as far, is going as far from my comfort zone as what Bob shared. I would, I would hope, but there was a point yesterday, you and I were on a call last night where I was actually going to say to you, Tom, can you do me a favor? And I want to delete today's episode, which I've never said to you once. That's how far out of the comfort zone I felt yesterday. Okay. And I, and I think we all feel that way from time to time. Sure. And it's what we do with it. And I was going to say to them, like, I've never done that before. If I said to Tom, he'll, he'll, one, he'll probably do it. Okay, Bob, but that's what, you know, I, I don't want you to be upset about this. Sure, that's fine. Go ahead. But then it would be, okay, what's really going on here? And so the, what's the really going on was kind of scary to me because something definitely was going on about that. And, and that's, the, you know, when you leave the comfort zone, the opportunity is there to learn, right? Yeah. But we don't always want to learn what we're going to learn when we leave the comfort zone. Because often what we learn in the comfort zone is this perception we had of comfort is a mirage. Yeah. Because there really isn't a comfort zone. You know, I watched a video yesterday by Mel Robbins where she said, you know, you're never going to be, there's never going to be a day when you're not scared. There's never going to be a day when you're not worried. There's never going to be a day when you're not confused. The only way you're going to get past that is to just do what you don't want to do. And once you do it, all those things are going to sort of move to the side. And I thought, wow, that's really good. Like, I was almost like thinking, geez, I should steal that and just use it completely as my own. But then I thought, no, that would be wrong. And I'd have gone too far. But the, the interesting thing to me is she's acknowledging all those things exist. And you can either be stuck with it. I'm afraid to do this thing or go ahead. And she said, the opportunity is to just you know, acknowledge that that thing happened, that you're going through that and just power through 
because you'll find your way. And she said, it's a game that we play in our heads where it's like, I can't, I'm afraid. And she said, if you were constantly afraid, would you be able to walk? Would you be able to talk? Would you be able to do anything that you do? So you've gone through all these things. Well, you would struggle to do the things that you have learned. There are other things that you could do because it's just part of what we do, a part of who we of are, um, a part of being a human. Right. And, and the idea of going too far is really in our heads. What's too far? Where did I, where did I go too far yesterday? Really? You could say, Bob, you went way too far. How could you share that? I could say, Bob, you went way too far. Someone else could be like, I didn't think you went far enough. I was really, I was really hoping you'd take it another step because I was really interested in what you had to say. You were saying some things and I feel like you stopped yourself right when you were getting to the good stuff. And that could have been very helpful. Hey, you nailed it. That was exactly the right spot. And the reality is, and you're going to tell me this sooner or later, it doesn't matter what anyone else thought. The only person who has to deal with is me, right? Yes. And in that moment, it wasn't going too far because I went there. Is it now? Like, do you have regret? At this very moment when I realized that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, it's not going too far. But I had to, how long have we spoken for me to get to that place? And can I remember that the next time I think I go too far? When you go, hey, if I say to you next week, hey, Tom, I think I went too far. And go, hey, remember last week where you sat on the program and talked about how you went too far? And then all of a sudden you realize that you didn't really care what people thought because you couldn't have been too far because you went there? Or, or you actually do care what people think and there's and that you may have added value. Rather than that you're, you're assuming that people you that people are thinking negative things, quote unquote negative things about you. Correct. Rather than the thinking that, huh, you know, I know I, I might have pushed myself a little outside of my comfort zone or a lot. And yet there are people out there who, who benefited from hearing that. They needed to hear that. Have you ever heard of somebody say that to you? I needed to hear that today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, think about what might, where they might have been had you not been willing. And probably whatever you said that got them to respond that way was probably what you might have considered going too far. What right. if the thought is that we have to go that far if we're going to have an impact on others? And if you think about it from another perspective, we've got the first day we did this program, we were out of our comfort zone. The first week we were out of our comfort zone. And now it's normalized enough that 6.59 and 48 seconds, I'm popping on going, hey, Tom, what's the program about today? And so we we get to a place where maybe maybe going too far is too far in the moment, but there isn't really a too far because whatever we do is what we do. And like you said, it's a judgment, right? It's a looking back judgment, yes. Which tends to be flawed. Because here's the other thing. We may think we've gone too far. 
yet someone else out there who needs something, needs more of our value, might say you haven't gone far enough to really get to the point that because I'm bought in, I, I, you're helping me. Don't stop. Right. I think that's the challenge is that we we. I think we feel like so much of the value we share is throwaway. And that the right. only impact it has is on us. Doesn't that sound or some people powerful? would tell you there's no impact at all. No one cares at all. Some. Some. And others would say there are a lot of people who care. You know, think about all the times that we've said, hey, you know, I was out this weekend and somebody said to me, hey, I was catching your show. I really appreciate that. It was interesting to hear it and you know it's great that you do it i catch it every once in a while and it's helpful right i mean so there's there's why do we think why is our go-to default that nobody cares i i uh, well i think i have two go-to's one is no one cares or the other extreme which is everyone's paying close attention Okay. And why is that? Why would that be? It sounds like you're saying that as a negative thing. Negative. Uh, I don't know, but I I literally go through those two experiences in my head. There's never the middle of the road where like, hey, you know, I just shared what was real for me in the program and we move on. How come? Is your hand going to go up? <laughs> it's like a police stop now. <laughs> well, I think I mean here's the you thing, podcast think, people don't know, but I've just put both hands up like I'm being arrested, which is not unlike what's going on. Well, here's the thing. Um, and now I'm losing it. Um do okay, you like, truly believe okay. that you have value to share? That we all have value to share. Well, here's the thing. This is going to be really uncomfortable for me to admit. The value I have to share most of the time is not determined by me in my head. It's determined by other people's reaction to me. So, which sets us to this comment. Which means you can't control it, right? No, stay with me through this, all right? All right, all right. Kelly says, this show has challenged me to go outside of my comfort zone to go after things like my webinar last week. That is what being real has taught me and the show's motto of share your value. Thank you. Okay. That, those two, two sentences help me. No, don't help me. They are what I will, how I will assess yesterday's program until someone else says to me over the weekend, Hey, Bob, I can't believe you shared that much. And then I will assess it based on that person. And then a third person will come and go, I don't even know what the hell your program you're talking about. What is this thing you do? And then I'll go, oh, that. And I will literally assess it based on all those criteria. At no point will I assess it by the Bob inner computer that says, you know what? It is what it is. I did what I did. Move on. I shared and what that's was real part of the me. challenge, I think, as a business owner or a leader. We blow in the wind. Our boss comes and says that was a horrible decision. And then an employee comes and says, 
I really appreciate, you know, being able to leave an hour early on Friday, you have no idea how great it was to surprise my kids on a Friday afternoon and take them for ice cream to their favorite ice cream place and go, oh my God. Then Monday, someone else says, you know, I got into a car crash because I left early. You know, the buses are out there at 3.30. And this is is what I go through all the time. Rather than, you're much better at, I made my decision. Now, maybe there's some internal thing with you that you're, you struggle with it, but I don't see you struggle with any of it ever. You, you, you know, yesterday you asked me for some input on something, but I didn't feel like you were struggling with it. I, did, I, 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 I can't remember the last decision you made where you showed me any sign of not being absolutely clear in your decision. And I think every single day that you and I talk, I'm all over the place. I mean, I've questioned everything. Hell, from a marriage to whether I should have bought a rowing machine and everything in between. Well, I think that there's one of those things where we get more, we can't, we have the opportunity to get more comfortable. Just, it is, it's How is it that I've never seen you question a decision you've made? Not one. I'm being serious. You- I don't know the value of questioning decisions, I think. I've come to the point. Now, do I question decisions? Sure. For a moment. Walk me through your process. L- let us into Tom's brain because your brain operates at a different level than mine. And I've been really open all week about how I process these things. So it's your turn, whatever it is, because maybe someone like me can learn from it and go, oh, wow, that's a really cool way to think about this. All right, let me think about a decision. Watch how quickly your hand goes up. One, <laughs> welcome to the land of going out of your comfort zone. <laughs> I, I don't. Okay. I, well, here's the thing. I don't. I don't think about that. I don't think. I, I try not to judge it. One. Two is so. Let's. Uh, what's a decision I've made recently? And, and do me a favor later and text me this. Ask Liz, your wife, our great voice artist, if she listens to this program. Not if she listens, but if she watched or listened to this program. Ask her if I think you moved you, if I'm moving you out of your comfort zone right now. I'm curious. You might want to ask her. If, I mean, I just don't. I feel like we, we just have to make decisions or else we're stuck. And we don't have all the information we could possibly ever have to make those decisions. So we do the best we can. So I went, so when I was deciding, probably the last big decision, I don't know, the last, but a decision I made was deciding whether or not to sponsor, be a sponsor of this conference. Right. That was a pretty big decision. And because of the financial investment, right? And I was be putting myself out there, standing there, talking to people and trying to offer them opportunities to work with me. Okay. Um, you know, and I, I asked a group of people, our Renegade Success Network, when we met and got some feedback. And I just took it as that. It wasn't like what one person said, oh, that's right. Or what somebody else said is, oh, that's right. I think, I think for me, Getting to the point where there is, where I do believe there is no right or wrong. 
it's just what the decision that we make with the information that we have at the time. And yeah, we can learn other information and we could say, oh, I should have gone and gotten that. That doesn't help anything. So I'm like, okay, I made that decision. I guess I could call them up and be like, hey, you know what? I've had a change of mind. Can I get a refund? Could. I could go and do it and have a ton of people show up and be like, oh, that was the greatest decision I ever made. Or I could show up and a ton of people show up and nobody decides to uh, join my the program that I'm going to offer and be like, oh, that was a waste of time. And I think because I think that results change given time, that that is, I'm like, you know what? Here are the things I think about that decision. This is the decision I made. I made it. I'm going to move on. And I actually think that officiating helps me with that. I was going to say that that's what I just realized, that the fact that you officiate and you make split decisions and you can't you can't go back, you can just move on, probably makes a big difference. Did I lose uh, you? I'm coming back. Um, I think it helps because it it's like I, I did it. I made that decision. What can I do differently about it? Um, you know, I could go back and think about all the things that I've done in my past and be like, hmm, was that the right decision? I don't know. And here's you would the think funny after thing. 920 episodes, you realize that was the wrong decision, <laughs> but you keep coming back for more. I keep coming back for more. Um, you know, there's a part of me that believes we're where we're supposed to be, whatever that means. And so I think about, well, if, I, if I'm where I'm supposed to be, that means that the decisions that I made were the decisions that I was supposed to make. Because if not, I wouldn't be where I am. Right. Like if I had done things differently, I can think of two jobs. Where if I hadn't been the thorn in people's side because I was always asking questions or always offering my opinions on things and sometimes they weren't in agreement with what everybody else was doing i would be in a very different spot and i can say that some, I don't I think know. you and i have found real common ground all of a sudden <laughs> well and did you notice my arm's not up? it's only two for you wow <laughs> well and my arm's not up right uh, my is. it's funny that i'm sharing something and your arm is going up for being uncomfortable <laughs> Not... <laughs> I, I don't know that I understand that. And <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> so I could have been making all of the. Uh, you're garbled. I'm going to, while you figure out why you're garbled, I'm going to put Scott's comment up. Scott says, right or wrong, just learning from past decisions and outcomes, both good and bad, is the magic. It allows growth for growth. I'm sorry, allows for growth in every area of your life. I like that, Scott. That's really, that's really uh, clear and simple. So thank you for that contribution. I, I, I like the idea that uh, good and bad is the magic. You know, Tom won't like that because it's a judgment, but I think I get what you mean. And Kelly says, do any of us know if any decision is right or wrong? We make the best choice based on what we know. Then we just have to move forward from there. And I think that's really the part that I struggle with is, 
I get trapped in the right or wrong of a decision. And frankly, sometimes I I spend more time thinking about the right and wrong than if I just said, okay, I made that decision, time to move on. Um, So Tom has disappeared, which is unfortunate. Oh, now Tom's coming back a different way. Now I've got two Toms. Now I've got no Toms. Other side. Oh, it's so confusing. Wow. For you podcast people, you missed a whole chaos of uh, visuals going through there. So how, what is going on? What's wrong? <laughs> I don't even know what happened here. <laughs> well, so I, think- I was reading comments and I think Scott really brought out the idea that, uh, you know, we just learned from past decisions and outcomes, both good and bad. And that's the magic. And, and I, I told and him, I, you I, would say not good and bad. You would take away those adjectives. We just learn. Correct. And I good. like the idea that that's the magic because the people that I think move furthest are the ones who get trapped in that process the least. They get trapped like in, you, is this good or bad, me. right or wrong, right? That's where they get trapped. And and here's the, and I think one of the other things that I realized is that, and Kelly, I think was sharing it. I, I Her comment disappeared on my screen, but. Oh, here it's um, back. Because here's the thing. I think results change. And a decision that we make in the moment, we might define or judge as right or wrong. And many times, most times, that can change given time. You know, I look back and I could Did you say, just hear what you said, Tom, and how it applies to something you and I were talking about earlier? <laughs> yep. See, I do have a little bit of wisdom in some of these things, some of these Thomisms that I share. Well, what's funny to me is how often the things that you or I share really do apply to what's going on in our lives. Because we're sharing what's real for us. You know, I could sit here and think, like, I made the decision. We made the decision as a family to leave Binghamton to come to Maryland for a job. I'm sorry, you mean to leave the small town to go to the big city? Well, I don't know. The town I live in now is a lot smaller than the, than Binghamton. So, yeah, because But you live in a suburb of Baltimore. Correct, correct. Yeah, not like where you grew up as a kid, where, you know, they're still in buggies and they don't use lights and fair. <laughs> Anyhow, so that choice. Now, I think if you would ask, and it depends on who you ask, if you ask my oldest daughter at the time, especially because she was going into eighth grade, she would say that was the wrong decision to make. You ask her now and all the things that have happened that she's had the opportunity to be a part of, especially through high school, she would be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad we made this choice. So results changed given time, given a chance for the decision for us to learn more about the decision. I think we make the immediate judgment about the decision. And then sometimes we get stuck in that judgment. You yesterday sharing what you shared and you got all, and then you got all uncomfortable. So, and you got stuck in that was uncomfortable. 
but that was just your perception of it. And you didn't allow your perception to change given time. Now, maybe because we're talking about it more today, over time, you're now like, huh, maybe my initial pers perspective around that, the initial results of it aren't the same as they are now. And by tomorrow, it'll be totally forgotten. Could be, could be. Uh, no, uh, I can just see it's already dissipating. You know, and think about that last big thing that you were, you know, the thing before the conference sponsorship, what that last big thing was for you. I think you'd be hard pressed to figure out what it is. I'd be hard pressed to go back three weeks and say, what was the big thing that was outside of your comfort zone on Tuesday, uh, August 7th or whatever. Right. But in that moment, we're so wrapped up in it, we're going too far. But two days later, now it's just, it is. And if someone said to us, wow, that, you know, I really appreciate you sharing it. I, I struggle sometimes to be vulnerable. And I, the fact that you are means maybe I could too. We might say, geez, maybe I could have gone even a little further because if it helped that person, there might've been somebody else who the, it could have gotten value from what we shared. Right. Do you have your one thing? Not yet. Go ahead if you have yours. I, I think mine is the whole idea that there isn't really a, there's a going too far in the moment, but the going too far goes away. It might be split second. It's gone. Like when you officiate going too far is go. Oh, did I make the right call? Oh, shoot. Now I got to deal with another decision. I think sometimes like, well, did I go too far with that? Might be a day or two or a week. But I can't tell you something that I went too far on three years ago. I, I just, I, I, I honestly can't because now my box includes that. Correct. So it's a bigger box than it was before. And the bigger the box gets, the bigger it can be. Correct. And the people that I think really struggle are the ones who say, this is the box and I've got to stay with it. I see Scott's got another comment. Let's see what he's perspective awareness and beliefs change over time hopefully for the better which allows one to understand what is in our control and what isn't in my experience once you understand that it makes a lot of the worry or once you understand this it makes a lot of the worry and hesitation making decisions go away correct do you know scott yeah he was on the show the other day okay i i thought so he's a hamilton friend Oh, I'm so sorry. Not Hamilton, the musical people. Tom went to Hamilton. Is it university or is it still a college? It's a college. Some people call it Hamtech, but that's... Hamtech. <laughs> is it named after Alexander Hamilton? It is. Okay. Wow. There was a big statue of him on campus. Wow. I bet people go to that like even more now after seeing the musical, right? That's a big... Absolutely. All right. Well, I um, think that that's part. I mean, I think my one thing is that going too far is a judgment. And and so I think that as if we if we stop worrying about whether we're going too far or not far enough and just share what's real. We have the opportunity to uh, add value to others. Scott says, know thyself. Very nice. That was the motto. That's your motto at Hamilton? Yes. Wow. That's pretty simple. 
It's not even in Latin. <laughs> it's simple in some ways and challenging in others. Oh, I, I was being very cavalier. Is it, yes. All What's right. the other saying? To know thyself is to be true? Or real. Right. Well, so now you're going to take one of those great sayings from the last like 200 years and turn Change it? it? Yes, wow. correct. <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being uh, with us. Scott says it was Socrates. Uh, Did I ever tell you about the time I was teaching college and I called him Socrates all through the class? Just to, it was just one of those Friday days. And you intentionally did that, or yes, I did intentionally. And at the end of the class, a student came up to me and said, I think it's Socrates. I'm like, Are you sure? He's like, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Now, and he that proved it. Changed that he proved it to me. Now, like, you now you say it was intentional. Yes, was it intentional the day after? Yes, the day it was. <laughs> yes, I am a public school graduate, but I knew that one. Okay, fair enough. All right, everyone. Thanks for being Thank with you, us. Thank you, Scott and Kelly, for your comments. They really do enhance the program a lot. And and I know how much fun it is if you typed it on your phone. Um, so I appreciate that even more. Fair enough. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us today. If you have a one thing that you'd like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments. If you're listening to the podcast where there is no place to share that, we encourage you to join us in our um uh, Sculpt Your Business Facebook group, where you can share your thoughts and ideas there and gain from the value that others share. And don't worry about feeling like you're going too far. What going too far might you might be the exact thing someone else needs to hear today. And imagine how you would feel knowing that you've shared something that could greatly impact someone else. All right, everyone, we look forward to seeing you inside of that group. If not, we hope that you have a great weekend. We will see you Monday morning, 7 a.m.-ish Eastern time for our next episode of Today's Antidote. Hey, whatever you do, wherever you are, however you go about it, embrace the renegading you all weekend long. And if you're on the East Coast and that storm's coming through, be careful. It's going to be wet and windy. Fair enough. We'll see if those results come true. Okay. All right, everyone, go out and enjoy your day and your weekend. We will see you soon. Hey, it's my turn to talk one more time about this. It's the Get Real, Get Results, Make More Money program. That's right. You've been talking with us all week, listening to us all week about leaving your comfort zone. Do you go too far? Do you not go far, far enough? Well, our program is going to help you figure out what your comfort zone is and take the steps to go outside of it comfortably easily, with clarity, with action that's going to help you achieve the goals you want. Whatever that is, we're going to help you get real and get the results you're looking for. And that means you're going to make more money, which isn't just make more money. It's have more free time, enjoy life more, not question yourself, not go to bed at night wondering if I should have done that thing I did today, not getting up in the morning going, oh, I dread the whole thing that I have to do today. All that's available to you. Talk to Tom or Bob. That's me, by the way, in case you're wondering. And Or you could go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. It's time to take a step towards achieving the results you want. This is the answer.